We're live. Welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Meet the Athletes of the Semifinals. Before I get to my guest, I need to thank my sponsors. Uh, first of all, RX Smart Gear provides world-class jump rope scripts and other gear for us all. Use the discount code Clydesdale15 for 15% off your order at rxsmartgear.com. Mobility Movement, MVMNT, is a program that teaches you how to increase your capacity to heal, reduce recovery time, and restore your nervous system to peak health. Everyone gets a free seven-day trial, but our listeners get an additional free month when you use Clydesdale Free Month at mobilitymvmnt.com. And finally, C4 Energy, delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 25% off when you get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at c4energy.com. And I am so happy to get to talk to my friend, Carolyn Prevo again um, here on the podcast. How you doing, Carolyn? Not too bad. Uh, how are you doing? Good, good, good. On the road for the semifinals, it's been a little tiring, but um, living out of a hotel, but I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> yeah, we've been uh, following all the semifinals online. We're just waiting anxiously to get ours started. Yeah, and so this was advertised as you and Alexis being on together, but due to a scheduling snafu, uh, we'll have to get Alexis on on a later date and hopefully tomorrow or something like that. But uh, look out for that on your YouTube channel. So, Carolyn, yes. you are back again for another run at the CrossFit Games. Yeah, back again, uh, back again at the Atlas Games, but this time in person versus online. So, uh, it's been a weird few years for Atlas Games. I was supposed to compete in 2020 there and obviously got canceled. Last year was online. So excited to be um, back at Atlas Games and finally in person. Yeah. And so how far is Montreal from where you live? Because you're more down towards Toronto. the United States, right? Um, it's about a five and a half, five, five or five and a half hour drive. Probably more five. And are you guys going to drive it up? Yeah. So when next Wednesday we'll leave after I'm done work. So I, I'm a teacher. So I'll leave probably around three 30 ish and then we'll make our way down. I'll get there later at night, Wednesday, get registered Thursday. And then the comp starts on Friday. Awesome. So they are really making you guys wait for the last two workouts. Actually, we, ju we just learned the fifth one just now. I refreshed then, my phone literally 10 minutes ago. They haven't posted it on their uh, on Instagram yet, but we got access to it through their app. Uh, okay. So we just found out that one. It's a big Do you chipper. Want to make the announcement here? Sure. It's a let me it's a long one. Uh it's 25 slash 20 cals bike. I'm assuming it's echo bike. 200 double unders, a hundred foot handstand walk. 100 wall balls, 20 pounds for the men, 14 for the women. I'm assuming it's 10 foot target for both. 100 foot handstand walk, 100 GHD, 100 foot handstand walk, 200 double unders and 25 slash 20 calorie bike. And it's a 22 minute time cap. And then wow. event, number, event number six will be the legless, um, the 10 rounds of one legless rope climb to finish it off. Okay, okay. cool. Yeah, Granite Games is finishing with that one too, I believe. Yeah, um, which changes completely the workout doing it as a six one versus the first one. And that's the same thing for the lifting event. Like we have it number four, which will be different than uh, 
starting the weekend with it. Yeah, well, I've been at Mac in the syndicate, and I think both of them ran the legless Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. So third workout of the week. Um, and that's where we had some world records fall. Um, so yeah, they get that night of rest and get to jump into it. You guys have to finish off with that. That's going to be brutal. Oh yeah. And a lot on the line on that last event. So it'll be a exciting finale, I think. Yeah. Did you expect the times to be as low as they have been through the other semifinals? Uh, I think so. I think the sport has come a long way since 2014. So um, not surprised to see uh, the women doing as well as they are. And then obviously the the male times, it's a different workout for the guys. Uh, they can push that run a lot more than the girls. The girls is really about those, those rope climbs um, and just having a good game plan. And uh, you either are really good at them or you might be pacing them a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't believe how much the descent mattered. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that plays a factor, especially for the guys. Um, and you can, you can ruin your, your grip too. And just your biceps just by holding on a little bit more and get that eccentric pull. If you're going too slow on the way down, which catches up to you by, you know, rounds eight, nine, and 10. It's still something I'm trying to work on to be a little bit more efficient on the way down. Yeah. So I go to Christy O'Connell's gym. Oh, she's the Um, best. So I was real, I was watching her and my goodness, her descents were so fast. She's so good at upper body pulling. Like if you give her legless rope climbs, ring muscle ups, um, I think her and Tia are the best in the world for that. So uh, I wasn't surprised to see her beat the our Tia's time and get a world record on that one. That'll be a hard one so, to beat. I don't, I don't know that anyone beats her time on that. Yeah, I, I haven't seen anybody come close since. And if you're doing it last, that's a big disadvantage to even coming close. Yeah. So the first two workouts they released were very midline intensive. Is that something you like? Uh, the, fir- the first one, I think it's more, it, it all comes down to the parallel handstand pushup. I find the ski erg and the lunge uh, a little bit irrelevant in the workout. If you're a really good parallel handstand pushup person, you're going to do extremely well in that workout. Um, we haven't seen a deficit like that in any semifinal. Eight, it's eight, uh, eight inches for the females, 12 for the males. Um, so it's a huge parallel handstand, handstand push-up deficit with 45 reps, which I don't think I've ever seen programmed in any other competition. I was talking to Vellner yesterday, and the most that we had seen was 26 with the Fibonacci, and that was paired with deadlifts, which didn't really affect the handstand push-ups as much. So you have, you know, the, the skier, the front rack position with the lunges. Um, so, yeah, I think if you're a good handstand push-up, um, parallel person, you're going to do extremely well on that one. I think it comes down to just that one movement. That's the limiter. How do you feel personally about that? Um, I'm okay with, with kipping, um, handstand pushups. Um, obviously you want to pace it well so that you don't get to that point where, you know, all of a sudden you can't press out of the bottom of that handstand pushup. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's okay for me. I don't know that I'll win that workout, but, um, I don't expect to, and I I don't have to either. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's become evident that winning workouts isn't the key to getting to the games. It's consistency. Um, and whether you win or not is irrelevant. It's just going to be whether you can keep just chugging away and, and staying consistent throughout. Yeah. And that's really my goal is just to kind of 
stay consistent throughout the weekend and not have any major um, bad workouts, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, fir- that first one, um, I'm excited for it. Just excited to get back on the floor. Um, it'll be good. Originally they had an 11 minute time cap, which was just ridiculous. I don't think anyone would finish that in 11 minutes and they just moved it to 14 minutes. So that will change it a little bit more. I still think a lot of people will get time capped, especially on the female side. Yeah. And you said you've been watching all the other semifinals. Um, have you learned anything through the, just watching through that? Not really. I mean, everyone's has different workouts, so you're not really learning much um, watching them except for the two workouts that we've, uh, that we have standardized. And then obviously the placement of that workout is a factor. If you look at some of the ones that have the lifting earlier on in the weekend, like the first event, there's a lot less misses. Um, And if they're a little bit later on in the weekend, I think you're going to see a little bit more misses, especially if it comes off of, uh, you know, a workout prior that may be affecting your legs or your shoulders or something. I think you may have to um, change your original game plan of numbers. It'll come down to, really perfect execution on those ones. And then the legless one from what I've seen over the weeks um, is some people get really caught up in the races. And after that, they could, you know, derail from their own game plan and all of a sudden get to a position where they're struggling to get a legless rope climb. And we all hate being in that position where, um, you know, if you miss a rope climb, it's you're losing minutes because it's really hard to get those back. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was exciting last night with the uh, with the handstands to finish. I don't think they realized that should have been almost a finisher of a weekend. That would have been um, a great finisher. That was a good, uh, fun workout to watch. Yeah. So um, I talked to you, it's probably been a year now. Um, and what we talked about then is kind of your goals being to be an advocate for girls and uh, that it's okay to play sports and it's okay uh, no matter what your body type or body image issues are, have you been able to work on that any um, over the last year? Yeah, I mean, I'm still, uh, I still am the same type of athlete. So, um, like, I like a balanced nutrition. Uh, I won't have like a ripped six pack when I'm out on the field, take it off my shirt. Like, I just don't have a an athletic body type, and that just who I am. I feel like uh, I that's that's how I feel I perform best. I don't really worry as much on um, trying to look a certain way or be at at a specific weight. Um, I try to stay within a certain range and then I get to see if it affects my gymnastics and some movements or strengths. And then, um, yeah. So I just think that it's important that I'm performing how I want to perform and it's less about, you know, the, the slim down look or whatever. Yeah, I actually read an article about someone who pointed you out as an example for girls and that it's okay to be that way, that you're just a great example for, and it was specifically about Canadian women um, as they're coming up, that it's okay to be an athlete. It's okay to have muscles. It's okay. Um, Are you thinking about once your career's over that doing more in that vein or as a teacher, do you have those opportunities just on the daily? I think I have those opportunities on the daily being a teacher um, and just kind of uh, allowing girls to appreciate their bodies and what it can do. Um, And it's okay to have muscles. It's, you know, it's about what your body can do and not how it looks. And I think that, 
you know, for the one fitness class that I teach, it's important for the females to, to not be afraid to have muscle and put on, you know, muscle mass. Cause at first in my classes, I get a lot of females that are scared and they're like, I just want to lose weight and get skinny. And I'm like, I mean, that can be someone's goal also. Um, but I just don't want them to be afraid of what, you know, their bodies can look like in terms of um, muscle wise. I think we have a lot of really great role models and we're starting to see a lot more females on TV um, or in social media that are speaking up about, you know, just being strong, being more confident in their bodies. Alison, last time we talked, you were fighting to keep women's professional hockey going um, as a place where girls could see that there is an an end game for them. Um, Where are we at with that? Yeah, so we we finished up uh, the season this year, and it's looking like next year we're actually going to be having a league, that professional league that we've been waiting for for the last three years. Um, It's going to be starting in January to around April next year, where female are actually going to be making um, a good living wage off of it. Uh, The average salary that they're saying right now will be 55000 American um, for the players. And I think the minimum that someone can make is 35,000 American and the season will run for a few months. Um, we're still waiting on some of the details for that, but there'll be around six teams in North America. And, uh, there's been some great, um, support from different sponsors that have invested into our league and our product. So I think that's really exciting that it's only going to continue to grow and females are female hockey players are going to be able to, you know, graduate from university and still have a place to play hockey professionally. Um, there's currently another league too, uh, that is also pay- are paying their players. So, um, it's just great. The more options for girls to continue to play sports, the better. So I'm, I'm excited for the future of women's hockey. So speaking of women's hockey, um, one of your big 10 rivals made the games, uh, Paige Semenza. Yeah. Um, do you know Paige from that hockey life? Yeah, we played against each other because I was at Wisconsin and she was at Ohio. Um, we probably played against each other two or three years. Uh, but back then I didn't know her as well. But now obviously I've competed uh, against her. So I've been able to follow her uh, in the sport. So it's really cool to see another hockey player um, excelling. I think it's a great background for CrossFit actually. Uh, do you think uh, you're going to renew that Big Ten rivalry at the games if you get there? I hope so. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but I think, you know, the goal is just to, uh, is obviously to to make it to the games. She had a great uh, weekend. I was really impressed with her um, that weekend. I was very happy to see her perform that well. Um, I got to compete against her in uh, in Brazil as well. And yeah, she's a, she's a great athlete, great CrossFitter. So super happy to see yeah, her I- there. And I hope to join her also. Yeah, I think that she is the perfect example of what consistency over a weekend does, right? She didn't win any events. It was just about being consistent. And she never fell out of the top five. No, she was consistent all weekend. We barely talked about her, but she was always, like you said, within the top five and just was, you know, quiet about her business and just executed very well. It was very impressive to watch her. Yeah, we're actually talking to her, I think, Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, we're so excited about that. So the um, last couple questions, um, 
you and Alexis are going together. You're going to be competing together live. Has that happened very often? Uh, no, we've never competed live um, against each other. We've done uh, like a team competition locally, uh, but never against each other, I guess. So that'll be a first for us, um, which is which will be fun because, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of her and she's obviously a huge fan of me. So we, we want uh, both of us to qualify as much as, you know, like I want her to qualify as much as me and just like we're, we're very excited about competing. Um, and yeah, it'll be really cool to have to have her um, there with me throughout the weekend. Yeah, we, we talked to the Vino brothers this morning and I got the impression that that Alex is almost hoping more for Jer Jeremy to get there than even himself because he's been there four times. Um, they want to go together so bad, but Alex is like, our window's closing. And so if we're going to do it, we have to do it now. Do you have the same feelings? Yeah. I mean, we can only control so much. Um, like that would be the, like, that would be unreal if we, if we both go. Um, and that's obviously the goal. And I, like you said, the window does close as you, as you age, we are getting older and the, and there's a lot of younger girls coming in the sport. Um, but yeah, we're just going to try to do our best and see where the trips fall at the end of the weekend. And um, hopefully we go to the games together. That would be um, amazing. What would the party be like on Sunday night if you both make it? <laughs> Actually, there wouldn't be much of a party. We got to head back to Toronto. Um, Alexis oh. does a uh, has a big um, uh, climb that she's doing it at um, in California with her with her work. So she's actually leaving like the Monday morning very early. Uh, and then I got to be back at work to teach on Monday uh, for my kids that they have their grade nine math provincial test. So there's no there's no partying. It's basically get back to Toronto and we both work in business as usual. Um, yeah, the Vino said it would be the biggest party ever. So maybe <laughs> you just you stop in for five minutes on that one. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, Carolyn. I, I'm a big fan of yours. You know that. Um, I think you are the fittest woman ever with all that you have accomplished in your life. Um, and I'm rooting for you this weekend. Uh, so hopefully I'm, I'm going to be home. So I'll have to stream Okay, it. I was going to ask if but, you were coming. Yeah. My goal is next year. I, I was dumb and I let my passport lapse. Oh, no. So I've <laughs> got to get a new one. Um, but so I can travel a little bit more next year. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta get on top of the passport because you gotta. There's so yeah. many competitions that are international. <laughs> when when I was a kid, I grew up in Western Pennsylvania, and it wasn't a far drive to Toronto. So I've been to Toronto so many times. It's a great city, and and I miss it up there. And so I got to get my passport renewed. Yeah, you got to get on that. <laughs> yeah. So um, maybe we'll touch base next weekend and yeah. during the competition if things are going well, and um, and you can hop on and give us a live what's going on in Montreal. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, good luck and we'll stay in touch. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.